hey, Alex, want to come to my birthday party? Oh, yeah. Let me grab my bow and arrow, my pistol, my knife, my garden hose, my <laughs> shovel, my car jack, and my ant poison. I'll meet you there, boo. <laughs> Hey guys, it's your favorite final boy and girl, Alex and Emily, coming at you in a new episode of Gag Me With a Knife, a weekly podcast where we dissect, disembowel, and shred the best and worst slasher movies. This month, we've renamed it The Month of Blood, as our podcast has been highlighting slashers with blood in the title. Today's episode is sadly going to be the last, or maybe not, because we've we've seen some doozies. Um, we're going to be gagging on 1981's Bloody Birthday today. As always, Emily not has our the- last, Not our last in general, just our last blood yeah, just month. we're ending the month of blood. <laughs> so as always, Emily has the original and priceless VHS copy. So let's uh, put on our birthday party hats and hear what the back of that box says. Woo! <laughs> Under the spell of a total solar eclipse, three women living in the same small town give birth simultaneously. The three children are angel-faced, the best of friends and oh so innocent. But these little kids are the most lethal killers ever. Just before a giant party to celebrate their mutual 10th birthdays, a g- series of gruesome murders begin. Like precision-killing machines, the many murderers can't be stopped. Blood and death fuel their existence. Starring Academy Award winner Jose Ferrier and Julie Brown, Bloody Birthday is a gory, terrifying, horrendous display of an evil incarnate that will not die. This one birthday invitation you can't refuse. 1980. What year? <laughs> I forgot what year it was. 81. 81. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Okay, sorry. <clears throat> so what do you think? So, you know, I actually really have always enjoyed this movie. Uh, it's not like the best quality movie. It kind of gives, you know, villager children of the damned meets a lifetime TV slasher vibes. But I think it works. The kids are super horrendous. They're not the best actors. It's kind of comical how they kind of run around and do all these scheming and booby traps and all this just weird stuff. And um, I, I, you know, the whole movie, I just it's annoying because you can't wait to see them finally get there. It's like you want to see them like, I don't know, just mm get grounded real hard. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. So, you know, the plot itself is ridiculous, you know, hinging, hinging upon these three kids birthday with the solar eclipse. It's like, okay, well, what about the other hundred, a thousand kids in the world born at the exact same time during that eclipse? Where are they? I mean, like the existence of these three assumes there will be more about basic stats, but whatevs. Uh, again, I like, I thought it was fun. It's, it's, I hate that little girl so much. Um, I hate that little boy so much. But anyway, which, which little boy? You mean uh, the the one that actually talks? Because the Cur- other one Curtis, seems like he's yeah. he's a little slow. Curtis, not not Stephen, the one who just randomly disappears throughout yeah, the he's, movie. Yeah, he's he's I I wrote that down because I was like, what's wrong with this this kid? Because he's he he's always seems to be part of the stuff. They always call him in, but he never. Basic. Well, he does talk a little bit, but hardly ever talks. Hey, he doesn't really have a personality like the other two. <laughs> it's just yeah. like. It's just like he's like the the slow one that they're made to be friends with or something. I don't know. Well, I wouldn't say that um, Curtis has a personality because you know him sitting there doing like some sort of a John Wayne put up your dukes and draw in his gun in the mirror isn't, isn't much of a personality. <laughs> I, kind of, I kind of loved that, and I thought he had swagger with that gun. But see, at the same time, <laughs> I have I have a, a propensity to like that actor because he plays he's the brother in just one of the guys. <laughs> so. He, I like him. He's in that other movie. I like, and that little girl is annoying, but she was, you know, she's also an X-ray. Both of those were an X-ray as well. Yeah. AKA hospital masker. Well, Stephen so. was probably there, just hiding in another room somewhere. 
Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> and because they, they came out the same year, so yeah, it's probably there. Yeah, Elizabeth Hoy, who who plays uh, Debbie, and you mentioned she was also an X-ray. Every now and then, when she wears certain little goody two shoes outfits in this movie, and the way her hair is, she gives me um, it's like Denise Richards meets Jan Brady vibes. I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't stop. Yeah, it. I could see the Jan Brady or like uh, Jan Brady meets like um, <clears throat> what's her name? Kim Richards when she was young. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So good. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I liked it okay. Um, it's not really my kind of movie. I don't really like kid killer movies. Uh, they they don't ever seem to really hit the mark because it's really hard to find good child actors, especially in a villainous role. I've come to find out, I guess. Um, yeah, except just, for like except for like the Good Son, which is awesome. Yeah, just but, ask just ask Stephen. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I, yeah, but I enjoy it. I've seen it, you know, I've seen it a couple of times. And I, I mean, I yeah, I like it. I don't like the supernatural aspect of it because I think that's stupid. But uh, I mean, it's like it made, it made me wonder if the whole movie they're going to turn into damn werewolves. Like, what's the point? Yeah. Oh, you know what the point is? We'll get to it, actually. We'll get to the point. Um, we so I guess let's just, Yeah, we, well, maybe. So, you know, it starts off June 9th, 1970. This it's like this ravaging eclipse is going in it slow motion. It feels like a seventies uh, TV movie when TV movies yeah. were really big. By the way, I know it came out in the eighties, but it feels like a seventies TV movie. One hundred percent. So after their eclipse, it just flashes forward, but almost a full ten years later, just a few days before you know their tenth birthday, which we mentioned, and then it just basically goes to this couple like making out, and you're like, what's going on? And then like, and they're in a graveyard, which is a, which I just want to point out, like I don't, I've never understood this whole thing. I in in even if you're goth. I don't care. Like, what? what is this thing with people making out in graveyards? They're not just in a graveyard. They're in a fucking grave. Yeah, yeah. Like they're, like, they're, like, in an open grave because it's, like, I was, like, why? It's, like, at one point they're well, in a well, Yeah, you're right because I said, I, I, said I never grave. understood this. And then I wrote, wait, are they in a newly dug area for a grave? Yeah, I, it starts off, and I'm just like, why are they just sitting in this dirty-ass hole? And then I realize they're in a grave, because out of nowhere, they hear a noise, they kind of stand up, and then, boom, a shovel just hits dude in the face, and then, boom, a rope goes gets around this girl's throat and hangs her. And then I guess they're just presumably buried alive while they're, while they're passed out. Yeah, yeah, they don't ever say. Yeah, and then it goes. Then you know, then we go into this 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 boy, which we we find out. But just for the sake of clarity, he is not one of the three boys, the three children. Oh, he's that sweet. Are evil. He yeah. gives me vibes of um the boy from Poltergeist. Yeah, kinda. or or like the got kid from a Monster Squad. One hundred percent, yes. Oh, he probably watched Monster Squad, and I'll stand him for that. But he's sneaking back in the window while his sister is well, reading. After Monster Squad came out after this. But. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's um, he's sneaking back in the kitchen window, which is the worst window to sneak into, by the way. Um, like yeah, over but, a, over a sink, but yeah. whatevs. And I mean, my windows always had cucumbers and tomatoes and all kinds of things in them. He ain't squishing no veggies in that window. I don't, I don't, I don't know. But his sister is just right beside him, like in the next room and she's reading like a, a astrology or something. Yeah. She's a weirdo. So, you know, you know who That's her best friend does a whole movie, you know, who? Uh, yeah, her best friend in real life would have 100%. Her name is Joyce. Her Joyce's best friend. 100% would have been the girl from sorority house massacre. Who was a dream major or 
uh, you mean Linda, or yeah. Um, uh, yeah. what's her face from Pam from uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! Yeah. Well, and there, Pam? yeah, there, yeah, I can see all this, and yeah. and then she also gives me Adrian. She looks like Adrian King, sort of, but not. Yeah, I mean, I just that. a lot of really, a lot of like um, confusing things happening at first because I'm not sure who's who and what's what, and like everyone looks like somebody else in famous history. <laughs> in yeah, movies. yeah, no, I'm they, yeah. Um, and basically, you know, we just learned his name's Timmy and, you know, he's a good boy, but he was sneaking out while some murder happened. So come to find out the next day. Right. Yep. But yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a good, he's a better actor though than those other three kids. I'll say. Yeah. Oh, and he also gave me, um, Tommy Doyle vibes from Halloween. The first one. The little a little bit, bit. A, little a little bit. A little bit. It's just Wasn't maybe the he hair. like red-headed? I it's just, that... Well, it's just like the, the, the shape of the hair, I guess. Uh -oh. I don't know. The haircut, I should say. Speaking of haircuts, it goes to the next day, and I think it shows Joyce. Oh, I was about to say, are you, did you get a haircut? <laughs> no, no. Still not since not in uh, 15 months. Oh, my God. At this point, it's luscious. You're but gonna, You're going to look like a heavy metal rocker. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be hilarious. Oh, my God. When you do yeah, that, will you can... knife! Yeah, can you start wearing, like, like old... Iron Maiden shirts stuff all the time, <laughs> like with holes in it, and like a denim jacket always with denim that is pants. My, that is not my brain. I know, but when you grow your hair out, it will be. Oh god. <laughs> anyway, those all those old school Metallica shirts. And yeah, like, like and like yeah, everything that like Garth would wear probably from Wayne Wayne's World. Um, but this is but the hair made me think about this. She is walking, and I actually like did this around my house to see if it would work. Joyce is power walking like through the school or something, and her hair or no, it's sidewalk because she's meeting Julie Brown. Which hello, Julie oh, and her Brown. hair is like bouncing. It is bouncing like it's literally it's on its own separate trampoline. Like, Julie Brown, just, what? Um, Julie Brown just shows up. So yeah, that's um. Sorry, she's walking to meet her friend Julie Brown, who ends up he's, she's the older sister of one of the little Satan children. And uh, but Julie Brown, love her. You uh, mean Beverly? Is that? That's Beverly. Yeah, she's yeah. yeah. Um, she's yeah. uh, she's Debbie's older sister. Yes, yes. Um, but she's always going to be whoever her character's name is. And Earth Girls are easy to me. I don't care what anyone says. Okay. Have you ever seen? You never seen that with Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> you... yeah, we've talked about Jeff Goldblum at length on this talked show. Him, yes, but I, not, but not yes, I, yes, I've seen it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. but no, we've not talked about Julie Brown only. <laughs> <laughs> She's also in this really shitty ass movie called Attack of the Five Foot Two Woman, which is like two stories in once, and one of them is the the Tanya Hardy Nancy Kerrigan story, and the other one is um Lorena Bobbitt. <laughs> My God, I want to see that. It's it's the wildest. Like it's on Prime, I think, to rent. But anyway, um, so we established, you know, I guess they're friends and. There's two, uh, you know, older siblings kind of ha hanging out. Uh, all their, they all have whatever. Then they go into this fourth grade class, I guess. And this cop is like grilling these motherfuckers for murder. I'm yeah. like, they're ten, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, he was right, but yeah. oh, well, true. <laughs> yeah, he shows them a jump rope and uh, like asks if anyone was in the cemetery because I guess a jump rope was used and the handle fell off or something like that. Yeah, the handle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Debbie and Curtis. Um, because it's it's for some reason Steven's never involved until it's time to do something. Oh my god! Because we'll in this because in this scene in this scene, uh, <laughs> Debbie looks at Curtis and they like smirk at each other, but like that's it, and they don't even look at Steven because I guess no one cares. Nobody cares. Uh, he's like the third wheel in this whole thing. Like in a in a wild thing situation, he's gonna get killed, betrayed. 
Oh yeah, I know. Totes. Um. So then they try to ask her teacher if if uh if she won't give homework because of their birthday party next week, and she's like, no. Because she is she Miss Davis is horrendous, and I have a sad story about her though. But anyway, um. Well, her character or her. Act- oh no, just her actress. Oh well. Her character is super horrendous and t- strict to the point of like, girl, bye. Like, she's like, the bell rings and she says, The bell does not dismiss you. The bell reminds me that it's time for me to dismiss you. Or I'm like, yeah. girl, No, you had not, you don't have power. Let them leave. Let them go. Anyway. So then, so then they leave and we have the first scene of, um, of them looking through the peephole at Pork- Beverly. Yeah, the porky scene. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So they watch her while she changes clothes and that I get real confused about where, cause later on they're looking through a peephole with, uh, with the bow and arrow, but it doesn't seem to be at Beverly's at their house. It seems to be at Debbie's house or not, De- not Debbie. Uh, it seems to be at um, Joyce and Timmy's house later, like at the end of the movie. And I was like, why do they both have the same closet? But anyway, um, <laughs> Whatever. But but it was funny. Debbie was charging those two boys twenty five cents to see um, Julie Brown, her her older sister, undress, and then ten cents for additional time. And it made me think back when um uh, I think it was sixth grade. I used to print out um, nude pictures, mostly of like <laughs> mostly of like Pam Anderson and you know uh, Jeannie McCarthy, Carmen Electra, Yasmin Bleeth, just some stuff like that. And I would charge people for them, and um, I would charge more for the color photos than I did the black and white photos. Oh my I was, god! I had like a laser printer and all these things, and I was just printing off tons and tons of these nudie pictures. And then our science teacher caught me passing around my portfolio <laughs> of Wait, products. Which one? Miss um, Hensley. <laughs> <laughs> but you know how, how smart I was? I had naked girls taped to the front of the binder. Like, obviously, what's inside of it is going to be more naked girls. <laughs> it was the what did she thing. do? I mean, I actually didn't get in any sort of administrative trouble. Like, she just basically told me not to do it again. And, like, and like I was scared. I didn't bring it back to class. And I, I think that ended my, my porn smuggling days. Well, for pictures anyway. <laughs> okay so after this scene we get the what is like probably the most like horrifying death i guess just because of who it is oh yeah yeah um, it's like 20 minutes into this movie yeah so debbie puts a skateboard on the stairs because she's trying to we i mean you assume she's trying to hurt somebody well her dad comes out and he misses it he like avoids the uh, skateboard but then he gets down the stairs outside and he notices that she, her jump rope is missing a handle. Yeah, yeah. And then he's distracted and Stephen beats the sheriff from behind with his wooden baseball bat. And Debbie watches. Like, doesn't so, give a shit. No, no shit's given. Like, and... Um, There's Stephen the fir- doing something. Yeah, because the first two deaths of... Um, what is it? Duke and Annie are their names. And, you know, you don't see anything. And it's also just like, and eh, you expect someone to die in the opening scene. You do not expect the little girl to kill her dad, who is the sheriff, within like 20 minutes of the movie. Like, that yeah. was p- pretty aggressive. And I, I really enjoyed it. Um, but then I guess that later that day, they run off and they have the most serious game of hide and seek I've ever seen in my life. Well, like, wait, they. they- they arranged the sheriff's body on the stairs, so... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. 
So it, she did, he, it looks like it was an accident. Yeah, I've fallen down plenty of stairs in my life, and it doesn't look like I got beat by a wooden bat on the whole nope. body. Nope. Okay, so then they're yeah, then they're playing hide and seek, which is insane. Like the most the most serious game. He's like pulling up this fake gun. It's Curtis is pulling up this fake gun, and then obviously it's Curtis. He's got swagger with that gun. He does, and he tricks. Um, he he hides in this metal refrigerator, and tricks and makes it to where Timmy's in a joke going there with him. But then he gets out while Timmy's getting in. Like this is a this is a, a two door thing. Like it's not like it's some episode of Looney Tunes. I don't know how he didn't like see him getting out while he was getting in. Anyway, they lock him in this metal refrigerator, assumingly to like, or seemingly to like let him heat and die in this damn refrigerator in a junkyard. But he does escape. But that was pretty like, I was like, this is going to be brutal. Yeah. Yeah. They, they really don't give a fuck. So, um, but Timmy does escape and he, he goes home where he, and he tells his sister about what happened, but she doesn't believe him. Right. Because earlier he had lied about something. Um, then I guess he told her about the peephole right after that. Yeah, he did. He did. I think he was trying to get on her good graces. And like, no, no, no I'm not lying about this. Here's and some then other. we see Debbie paste the picture of Miss Davis in her scrapbook, meaning she's going to be the next to die. Oh my god! They, yeah, they they like they like Debbie over here. First of all, the treehouse sucks. There's no privacy. Like it's just. This it's just like it's just like you have a platform, and so there's and no her, privacy. Her, what did they call it in the in Mean Girls? The burn the, book. The burn book. Her yes. burn book sucks. I mean, her she could have she could have colored it a little bit. She could have she could have used glitter glue. She could have used some <laughs> some scented markers. She could have done something. No, she just pasted this nasty. She could have used one crayon. I don't black, care. This <laughs> black and white photo on a brown piece of paper. Her burn book needs to be burned. Yep. And her with it. Okay. Yep. So, yeah, so then it flashes, and Mrs. Davis is, like, washing something in a sink somewhere. I guess a school. I guess there's a craft sink or something. And Curtis walks in and puts a pulls a gun out. She's like, that's a replica. And he's like, unbeknownst to her, that they had just switched it out with um, Debbie's dad's gun. So now they have a real gun. And he puts a jacket over it. Like, that's really going to muffle the sound. I still heard it. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yep. shoots shoots her dead. Um, so, boom. Someone else is dead. Just <laughs> really quickly. Yeah. And I will go ahead and tell you what I know about her. And they, stuff her, an actress, they stuff her in a closet. They stuff her in a closet. Like, um, what, what about her? What's her, her story? She, um, well, she was in... She was, like, famous for being in... Um, the day after broke down palace and I think she might've been on a, in a soap opera, but anyway, when she died, she, um, they sued like, I guess where she was living for neglect. Cause she had like bruises all over and was malnourished and stuff. And she had already tried to sue them before, like when she was still alive but because of elder abuse. But uh, I like how you had, to, you, had, you had to say when she was still alive that she tried to sue them. Well, they, well, they sued him afterwards. Too, oh, so. oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, they sued him. At the, like her family, I guess, sued after gotcha. he died. I was like, yeah, yeah. It's really sad. And they don't, they don't, they don't know what really happened. Well, she had said that they weren't feeding her, that they were hitting, like beating her and stuff. Oh my god. Yeah, elder abuse scares me. So. Yeah, that's pretty terrifying. That's like that. There's a whole movie that called um, it has um the girl from Gone Girl. I forget her name, but it's called I Care A Lot. And basically it's like they run this con of putting in of, of 
getting all these elderly um, people and pretending like that they're the state and like taking over all their assets and all their everything and power of attorneys and everything. And she just destroys their life. It's just, it's so, it's like a thriller. It's pretty intense, but from the elder abuse standpoint of this probably happens with all this fraud, this is a real thing, right? Maybe not to that extent in the movie, but it's pretty scary. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, hold on. Uh, yeah, I've also seen a lot of Law and Orders about it. So. Oh yeah. Ugh, ugh. Anyway, back to the movie. So um. Then I guess. I guess like after all this is going on, right after Curtis kills Mrs. Davis, um, I guess the kids kind of think that maybe. Joyce, which is Timmy's sister, is like starting to catch on to them or something, and like, well, she got to go. So they like leave this little note that looks like the worst handwriting I've ever seen. I guess I get it. They're ten. Well, they're nine. But I'm like, anyway, they're like, hey, come to the junkyard or something. And so she goes to the junkyard, and then when she's there, she turns around and there's like a ghost. Well, it's you know a. a ghost sheet costume driving a damn Cadillac trying to drive her over through this whole junkyard and she's running all over the place (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah it kind of reminded me of one of the Nightmare on Elm Streets like maybe four because I think Kim K dies in four in a junkyard finally um, at the very beginning, he's like, Kristen yeah, Kim Kim K does, yeah so it gave me some of those but except it's Freddie doing it, not some nine-year-old in a ghost sheet looking like he's trying to audition for Beetlejuice. <laughs> facts, facts, facts. <laughs> and it's a boring sheet, too. They couldn't even get one with flowers on it or, or patterns. It's just oh, sorry. It was the mom. Sheet. Sorry. It was the mom that died of elderly abuse. Sorry. Oh. Mrs. B- Mrs. Brody. Mrs. Brody. Gotcha. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. It's back to... <laughs> Back to back, back to back to the schedule program, folks. <laughs> uh, and then I guess just because they had the body count, I don't even know. They just flashes to this new other couple having sex in a van the next night. Like, do we even know who they are? I don't think so. Like, it's just up this body count. And I'm like, how come every time a couple's having sex in a van, the girl always hears a noise, but the guy never does? <sighs> because guys are dumb. <laughs> so he op- yeah, he opens the door, gets shot in the face. Then the girl gets shot in the face. I'm like, there's a lot of shooting to be a slasher so far in this, but yeah, I don't know if I would really. It is kind of a slasher, but yeah, I mean, it, it's, it kind of moves away from. I mean, it, well, the next scene it flashes forward to Curtis over here, deep throating and sucking birthday cake icing off a butcher's knife. Oh my god! Okay, this scene. Okay. <laughs> okay, so he. <laughs> He makes Joyce think that he's poisoned the cake because he's like putting more icing on it, and he has like ant poison or something like that yeah. in his in his other hand. Mm-hmm. So she's like, "Ah!" And she, she runs out, and she's like, "It donated. It. It's got poison." Blah blah blah. And then as soon as she says that, this one random kid, don't know who he is, he doubles over like he's been poisoned. I know, yeah. But then we find out that it was he didn't actually poison it. He was doing it to make Joyce, you know, seem incredible. Right. But, like, I was like, dude, are you that? Are you that? Like, <sighs> he's probably just mad. Maybe his birthday is like three days later and he's not in part invited to this party. This loot solar eclipse anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just saying, like, are you that? Are you that like predisposed to to just, you know, act on like, 
you know, uh, someone said poison, so you must be poisoned. I mean, like, yes. Well, when he doubles over, you know, I forgot that I forgot that um, Curtis was actually punking her the whole time just to just to discredit her for future reference um, and make her seem like she's not. Uh, making any kind of a scent, any sense. And I was like, whoa, I forgot that this poison, I was ready for everyone just to, just to fall over and like, you know, I don't know, like a, I don't know, like a Game of Thrones episode. Everyone just gets poisoned and collapses, but then nope, just tricks. <laughs> oh, also right before that, we have a scene with Joyce and Timmy where she's reading about, she's trying to figure out what's, um, she's looking at the horoscopes of those three kids. And she said there's something missing because the moon or the sun or the moon, whatever, something, was blocking like Saturn, Jupiter or Saturn. Yeah. I think it's Saturn. And so there, that means there's something missing from their emotions because that's like the emotional what planet or something like that. So I guess that, you know, is important later, but. Well, I mean, it's important to me. It's why I have a Dreamcatcher now. <laughs> Did you buy a Dreamcatcher after you watched this? No, I am a okay. dream. I am a dream. I sleep in Dreamcatcher. I sleep in Dreamcatcher uh, pajamas, though. <laughs> but, what? <laughs> but my whole that, are you being serious? Though? Are you serious? I want you Do to they have feet in them? Oh, I like little feeties, no, but they do have a little, a little head with a little horn on the end of it. Um, but I'm sorry if my husband died, <clears throat> um, and then like three days later, I'm still having a birthday party for a ten year old. Lock me up. Yeah, me, me too. Same. <laughs> like her husband. Well, she I, apparently she did get locked up and then well, died she, of elderly she, abuse. So. <laughs> uh, I hate you. <laughs> That's not. Like anyway. this is this is not a. But, this, she was in a movie, dude. But they're locking her up. Timmy's sister, though, is literally though about to beat the shit out of this little boy, and um, it really pissed me off. He's like, "It's not poison," because he then runs his finger all over this cake and starts sucking his finger. And I'm like, first of all, that ain't cute. You're a little troll. And third of all, I really want her to slap you in the face. Like, only two things, but huh? You said first of all, then you said third of all. No, I said it ain't cute, and you look like a troll. That's two things. Oh, okay, you're right. Never mind. <laughs> I was like, wait, that's something I would do. I'd probably be like, first of all, and B. <laughs> no, I do that all the time. A, two, three, seven, D. <laughs> that's not what I would do. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not that. No, that's how I took tests. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I would just pick uh, when they were there. It was it wasn't a number. I would just like pretend they were. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Okay. So then, anyway, anyway. Now we flash forward and. Uh, I don't know. Why. Well, uh, th okay. Like uh, the after that, Beverly finds Debbie's scrapbook. Yep. And then she shows it to her mom. And yep. then Debbie lies and says that it's Curtis's, which would make sense. So they're so the mom is like, you can't ever hang out with him again. And he tells Beverly to she tells Beverly to burn the book. And then that night, Debbie calls Curtis and Stephen to her house, and then kills they kill Beverly with a bow and arrow, which is a cool. Which is a cool Curtis shot. and Stephen aren't even there yet though. They get pissed at her for doing it without. Oh him. yeah, they get pissed at her for doing it without him. But it's a cool shot. Except for the fact that, like, the fact that she can't even put this little bow or this arrow on the bow, and I don't know. It's just... Well, I thought she was just trying to make it say, like, make sure she killed her. Her dexterity, so she got her to come up Her closer. dexterity factor and all this. With it. I mean, she's, she's over here 
Robin Hood with the bow and arrow later on through this tiny little hole, shooting arrows through it. Like, girl, this is like this is not booby traps of Indiana Jones. How are you doing this? Yep. But but she does kind of get her Beverly to come look at the peephole. First of all, though, that hole is bigger than I'm saying. It's probably the size. It's bigger than it's like the size of a lemon. It's huge. Yeah. And this closet door has no door. This closet has no door. First of all, weird. And you would totally see this giant hole in a purple plastered closet. I don't in the, in the reflection of a mirror. Like she, there's no way that she would have never just not seen a hole in her closet. You know? No, no, she wouldn't. God. And anyway, but she comes and peeks into this hole because, um, but, you know, she has been told. I think Joyce did tell her, hey, you know, your sister is doing this, charging her friends to see you undress. So she knows it's there. But then I guess Julie Brown didn't know about glory holes and the dangers that befall them. You don't stick your eye in front of a hole ever. So, boom. No, and then so so but then Curtis and Steven get there and they're yeah they are kind of like pissed at her for doing it without them but they help her move the body and then her mom gets home and or her mom wakes up I guess and she sees her cleaning up the blood and she says it's nail polish then the next then the next scene is Beverly's funeral so I'm like well how did she get found you know like Oh yeah, because I don't know where they drug her to. You're right. Yeah, they no, drug her no like one, outside they, or something. Yeah, like, they drag her away, but somehow someone had someone had to have found like that was a that was a big problem for me, honestly, because mm-hmm. I was like that that like that I can get past a lot of stuff, but like that doesn't make any sense at all. Like if they hid her, who found her? Why? You know, like where were the, where was she? And why wasn't anyone like oh you know? questioning these kids at this point because it had to have been soon after i don't know whatever it doesn't matter i guess because uh her mom gets checks into a hospital right after the funeral right after it and i'm like same girl i'll be going too and but we we sort of got a little emotion with debbie because it it, right when the funeral starts it pains on her and the mom crying and you're like debbie you little mm, like she uh the worst like i hate her i just hate her um so basically, after that, it's just the, we're close to the end of the movie here, and it's this convoluted scheme now where the Debbie is like, "Hey, my mom's going to a therapy or something tonight. Can you and Timmy come babysit?" It's oh no, wait, whoa, whoa. Um, we're not even into that yet. Sorry. Um, there's one thing that happens that makes that whole thing go a wash. Um, some other kid like runs up on those three and they start strangling him with a garden hose. Yeah. Like, who the hell is this kid? Uh, who knows? Anyway, they start strangling with the garden hose, which is attached probably to the same kid that has a st- hurt stomach. Oh, it might be. He deserved that for that then. Trying to. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so, you know, Joyce is outside and she, the hose that they're strangling this kid with is attached to a sprinkler that keeps kind of like dragging across the lawn. She catches them. And then, of course, Debbie plays innocent. And again, she's like, quit hurting them, guys. You're really going to hurt him. You know, don't do that. And then it's like, you little brats. And she like she's onto them. She gets it like she knows what's going on. She's like, I'm going to tell the sheriff or something. And then this Curtis goes, you do that and. My grandfather will sue you for like I don't know. He doesn't say defamation of character. He says something. He or says no, something. Ass- no, it's like assaulting it, it, a minor. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Assaulting a minor, and then they all run off. Well, then like literally like five minutes later, it shows Joyce in the garage like sharpening a pair of scissors or something. I don't know what she's doing. But then Debbie walks in. And she's like, "Hey, so my mom's gonna be like in therapy tonight. Can you and Timmy babysit me at seven? 
she's like, sure. I'm like, what? What? You just like saw her and two other kids choking this bitch with a garden hose. And you're like, I'm going to come on. Ch- she, they chased you in the friggin junkyard. Oh, oh my God. Well, they, 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 that, she thought that was Casper. She didn't know. Oh, hmm. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's usually what I think. But, um, between, but between all of this, the only important thing I, I kind of clued into, which I never really understood until later, because I even took a note and I went back and changed my note. And I was like, what the hell is this gigantic fuse box that they're playing with all the time? It's like this security system. Oh, like, yeah. I didn't ever I didn't know what that was either. That is the. It's like you open it up and it's the most Mission Impossible looking wires and bolts and data boards I've ever seen in my life for the 80s. And then it's got a key switch like a friggin uh, construction it garbage. Like something if you actually needed to use it, you wouldn't be able to. Right. And they, you know, they can. They got bulletproof glass windows and what is this a smart house i mean what is this i like, guess it's because it was the sheriff's house i still don't know any sheriff that has a, oh wait no they're at they're at no they're, they're at the sheriff's right because they're babysitting debbie okay yeah but still that's why they're in that closet i got really confused okay oh yeah they're in that yeah so she's babysitting them and um or her it's just the most wild wildest thing but you know then chaos ensues and turns out uh that so that was yeah like a, a security box and i'm just like but these kids know how to hook all these clips and wires to it and override it and i'm just like this is this is this is obscene yeah and then when joyce is like during the chase like one of the chase scenes she grabs a trophy which i realize a lot of people do that in movies and i don't understand why people grab trophies to hurt people because as far as i've ever had and i've had listen when i was in gymnastics i got a lot of trophies but they're all plastic i I have some i have some really heavy ones well then i guess that like the actual um person or like a war the gold part usually isn't like that heavy but the base of it sometimes they are yeah, like i could see that they're not, but... they're not marble but they're like they could be rock or something heavy sometimes now usually it's like just crappy plastic for sure but maybe in the, you know in the 80s um maybe before they gave one to everybody who participated they made them better <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> but no she does then throw a fucking lamp at her face and i love seeing that lamp hit debbie and she goes flying into the wall <laughs> um and while she's doing that, in the kitchen, Stephen and Curtis, Curtis, they try to shoot her. They're like loading up this gun. And how many bullets does this gun have, Rambo? They are shooting this pistol through the walls, through the doors, high and low. Meanwhile, she's over here trying to shoot more bows and arrows through that hole in the closet. And this bullet, this gun is just going off. And I'm like, don't they, doesn't the pistol have like five or six like bullets? Yeah. They're shooting like millions, and yeah, but he end, it ends up running out, and so they does. lock they lock a uh, Stephen in the trunk, and that was my um, favorite part of the whole movie is when she picks up this 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 fish bowl, and he, he <laughs> they finally open the door, and he walks in with like a knife or something, and she just like smashes this fish bowl <laughs> on his face, and he looks so. He is like the audacity of this bitch. He is so offended by her, and then she, and then he just gets shoved in a trunk. <laughs> <laughs> shoved in a trunk. He's like, "Let me out! Let me out!" Like he is so offended by her audacity. It's like the line, the witch, the wardrobe, and the audacity of this bitch. <laughs> anyway, I loved it. Um, yeah, and then uh, they subdued uh, 
Curtis because he had a bullet. Yeah, and they hogtie him, which is amazing. And then, yeah, and then Deb, but Debbie escapes um, while Timmy runs to a neighbor's house to call the police. Um, yes. So Debbie escapes and or she goes home and she lies to her mom. Debbie was already home. She escaped her own home and she saw her mom in the um, on the street in the car. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she says that. <laughs> You know, Curtis and Stephen have done bad things, and because she yeah, assumes, like, I guess. Yeah, she says Joyce, Joyce is going to tell you all that. Joyce is going to tell you something, but it's all uh, Stephen and Curtis. She's going to, but she's going to lie to you and tell tell you I did it too. Yeah. yeah. And the mom doesn't so, say say a damn word. She just looks at her and makes a three point turn and drives off. Like what? And then all of a sudden, their police are arresting Curtis and Stephen. Which. Yay, but it was a little bit disappointing. Like, it was a little bit of a letdown. Like, just to see them being thrown in the back of a car the next day, like, boohoo. And then they After they killed all these people, yeah. And then Curtis smiles at somebody, like, smirks. Oh, uh, it's a uh, Joyce, I think. And I'm just like, that's it. And they're going to get no trouble. They're going to get no punishment. They're nine. I mean, I get it, but. And then our next scene is Debbie and she, they and her mom, and they have moved somewhere else, and she has assumed a new identity, which her mom quizzes her on. Beth. Um, yeah, Beth. And uh, so her mom knows she's done it. You can tell. And she just let her escape. Yeah, it shows, shows, shows Beth playing with a car jack. And then as she's like, I'm Beth, mommy. Yeah, yes, blah, blah, blah. And they're going to get this new life, whatever. And then it pans around the corner, and Beth had killed some trucker under his semi-truck. And I'm just like... I need justice. I have never, and I mean, I have never been so mad at a movie ending. Like, I need justice for that bitch. Yep. That's the end of the movie. I hate her. I hate her so much. Like, I just, she needs a timeout. She needs spanking. She needs her, she needs her burn book taken away from her. She needs, she needs some punch. She, <laughs> She's a little brat she, at the, she needs at the to very lick soap. least. She needs to lick soap. Yes. Okay. So. So what fun facts do we have? Anything? Not a lot, but um, Lori Lethen, who played, I think Joyce, yeah, Joyce, Joyce, she did it. She yeah, she did all of her own stunts. What stunts? I guess when she's running away from in the <laughs> in the in the junkyard. Uh, I don't know. Where she's knocking, where she's knocking cake out of people's hand. That was really her. Yeah, it was really her. <laughs> um, apparently, a lot of people thought that this was. This was filmed earlier, like in the 70s and at least five years later, but it has been determined that it was, in fact, filmed in 1980. So if oh. anyone thinks it was filmed in that's, the 70s, it wasn't. Yeah. That's funny because you, I mean, you even said it kind of looked like it was a 70s film because it does. It yeah. Give off, like, yeah. And it's interesting. Um, and all apparently it was a lighthearted shoot. Like they were actually all friends and had like a good time in between takes. So that's that's always good to know, um, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. Um, there's a thing that gets, says Julie Brown was topless in this movie. Well, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fun fact. Like, that's just a fact. And oh, we have to keep in mind, too, for other people, too, for randomness. Like, we've talk, I've talked about Julie Brown being in this other two movies. People might also get this confused with downtown Julie Brown. It ain't her either. It's, it's, it's a different person. So, anyway, for people that are into, like, the 90s music scene, it's not downtown Julie Brown. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> okay, so the, according to the director Ed Hunt, the uh, murder sequences were originally shot to be more graphic, but the stronger footage was edited out of the final cut. I'm 
That Why do they always? Yes, they always ask kids. It's, it would, I guess, because it's probably because mostly because it's kids. Um, I mean, and yeah. the kids weren't allowed to work past a certain time in the evening, which you know was an issue a lot of times. So they had to be like pulled in the middle of shooting, like of certain scenes, because they couldn't shoot past a certain time. So that was really bad for direction, I suppose. Yeah, there's only a couple scenes at nighttime, and maybe that's why the opening, the few scenes we've seen at night, we don't really see them at much at night. Like, yeah. That's interesting. Okay. Oh, okay. And Stephen carries a Close Encounters of the Third Kind lunchbox during school scenes. <laughs> Fun fact. Yeah. And then the sequel, there was supposed to be a sequel where... Um, Debbie and her mother, like, it was, like, focusing on them being on the run, but it never happened, which I think that would be a cool idea. They could, I think it'd be kind of cool to see, to do one now. Um, Except for and, she died of elderly abuse. No, um, with Debbie. And she could have her own children and her own, like, like loveless marriage since, you know, since Ju- the moon and the sun and Saturn blocks emotions. I don't, I don't know. Maybe she gives birth to an actual werewolf. Who knows? Yeah. But that would be fun. I think a sequel could be fun, especially with the, the, given this day and age. I mean, there hasn't really been a lot of evil kid stuff in a while. And no, then again, you know, I'm not a big fan of evil kid movies. So, but because they've been they were like the 70s, and 80s, they were kind of like, eh, eh. There hasn't really been any. Well, I remember like when I, I I liked Children of the Corn when I was younger, but like now when I watch it, I'm like, oh, when is this going to be over? Oh, I love that franchise. I think it's so hilarious. I and, like, no, I like later like, movies of the franchise because they're silly, but yeah, they are. So yeah, so I guess I mean. Oh, what are you gonna rate it? I'm gonna probably rate this. Um, I think it's a solid three. I mean, it's not. Yeah, I was. I, I'm gonna give it a two point seven five. Yeah, that's so, good. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Th- I don't think it's strong enough to get a three, in my opinion. But um, yeah, I think it's a good. And I, I would, you know, recommend it for at least once. You know. Yeah, I mean, I, I would know. say. It's, it's not, I don't think it's super rewatchable, but. Yeah, I mean, I would say of all the movies that we did for the month of blood, this is probably the one that has held up. Oh, I don't think time. so. I think Blood Rage. Probably held up the best. Blood, but of all the ones we've known, nobody that I know has seen any of the other ones except Bloody Birthday, and I think it's a lot Bloody of people Birthday, have seen Blood Rage. A lot have, but nobody I've asked in real life, like uh-huh. nobody that I've asked has seen it before. Like if you're in a horror movies, you've seen it, sure, but everybody's heard of Bloody Birthday, basically. But no one had heard of Blood Rage. I like Blood Rage a lot more, but I think Bloody Birthday is, was was way more famous. Yeah. Because I never heard of Blood, Ra- I I never heard Blood Rage until we did it. Yeah, well, I knew about it, but only a couple months ago. Like yeah. it wasn't live. It was like during the pandemic. It maybe, eh, maybe like a year ago. But yeah. I mean, it's been recent that I heard of it. So it was, it, it was still good. And I just watched a movie with um that mom. Oh, uh, uh, the one from the one from Mary Hartman. Mary Hartman. Yeah, she was just in another movie that I just watched the other day, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's it's her." Um, she looks nothing like that anymore, um, or in that movie. Um, I'm checking my logs. I, um, it was on Saturday, and it was. Oh, you know, I think she was in the opposite of sex. <laughs> 
Which is funny when I laugh so hard when you ask me. Well, and then you told me, and I was like, oh, I thought that's how you were describing them. <laughs> or like describing what you were doing. Uh, what are you doing? I'm doing the opposite of sex. So I was like, okay, what's that? Oh, no, she wasn't in the opposite of sex. Sorry, she was in Frankenhooker. Oh, yeah. Okay. She was his mother, the main, bo- the main boy's yeah. mother yeah. in Frankenhooker. That's right. Sorry. That's it. <laughs> and then I recently watched Vamp. That has nothing to do with oh, anything. Yeah, but I nope. don't like but I don't like vampire movies, but I did enjoy this. But, I like Lost Boys and Near Dark, but Yeah. Well Near Dark's basically impossible to, to get a hold of now and then Is it? It's pretty it's out of print, I think. Oh, I, I have it, it on D- I have it on VHS, but Yeah, I, th- I thought it was out of print, but um and it's not streaming, I don't think, anywhere either. Um But yeah, Vamp is basically um what's it called? From Dustful Dawn before From Dustful Dawn happened. Yep. It's, it's pretty yeah. cool. I like good. it because it's got that guy from Nightmare on Elm Street 2, and it's got Long Duck Dong from uh, 16 Candles, and then Grace Jones. Grace Jones, long live. That that uh, strip dance she does is just... Mm. Yeah, she's something else. She's it's another so level. so cool. It's so cool. It's like so... <laughs> it's like it's uh, art. It really is. The way she's like, you know, painted up and stuff. Yeah. Anyway. But, so uh, I, I guess I don't have anything else to say maybe. about about <laughs> this one other than... um. Goodbye, blood month. Goodbye, month of blood. Stay gagged on all of the blood. <laughs> stay gagged on blood. Stay gagged on, for this movie, stay gagged on arrows, uh, skateboards, guns. Um, what else? Stay gagged on um, alarm systems that look like fuse boxes out of Mission Impossible. <laughs> Stay gagged on the worst burn book of all time. Stay gagged on that God, literally. And, um, I mean, I don't know. St- uh, <laughs> oh, stay gagged on, I'm pretty sure Julie Brown has a giant poster of her dad on the wall. When you go back and watch it, there's a picture, there's a poster of some sheriff on the wall, and that's where it's her dad. So oh stay God, gagged. On, stay gagged and having a poster of your dad on the wall. Oh my God, ew. <laughs> I think I made that up. I'm probably I made that up. I don't know. I had a, I had a picture, a, real, a really bad picture of my dad um, on the wall one time <laughs> because it was really bad. One of his like school pictures as a teacher, and he looked so dumb. So I like tacked it up on my wall, <laughs> like oh my not in my room or anything, just in the, in the living room. Oh my God. Anyway. Uh, stay gagged on uh, solar eclipses. Oh yeah, sure. Stay gagged on getting it on in a in a freshly in a dug grave. grave. Yeah. And I guess uh, stay gagged on following us on all social media and YouTube. Yes, like us, love us, or don't like us. Which, <laughs> and you can just let us know. Oop, I just burped. Okay, well, on that <laughs> note, we'll see you guys later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and then I get a little bit lonely and you're never coming around. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit tired of listening to the sound of my tears. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit nervous that the best of all the years have gone by. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit terrified and then I see the look in your eyes.
There's nothing I can do A total eclipse of the heart Once upon a time There was light in my life But now there's only love in the dark Nothing I can say A total eclipse of the heart Total eclipse of the heart.